Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome into the Believe in the Cowboys podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network, brought to you by betonline.ag. The NBA and college basketball are back. The NFL and college football playoffs are right around the corner. And with all these sports going on, there are plenty of bets to lock in. So if you're thinking about picking the Lakers to repeat their NBA championship or someone to upset Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, you need to go to betonline.ag. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And we are talking about a winning streak here on the Believe in the Cowboys podcast. Paul Catalina alongside Orlando Scandrick, former Cowboys cornerback. And Orlando, uh, we're talking a three-game winning streak. The Cowboys are a win and a Washington football team loss away from being in the playoffs. And I didn't really think that this was going to happen, but everything kind of fell that way for Washington with Dwayne Haskins having to come in and play and play as poorly as he did. And then the Cowboys uh, catching all their opponents seemingly at the right time and, and getting hot for the only time this season. Uh, yeah, it's one game season. Mm-hmm. Um, before we talk about a Dwayne Haskins this, our Washington football team that, um, I think that the Cowboys better take the New York football giants not lightly. No. They better take them at full what they are. They have a good defense. Um, they've, they've, they're looking at the same thing as the Cowboys. They're saying, as bad as we played, um, we ran into the toughest part of our schedule at the end. Our quarterback got hurt. This is the same football team that went into Seattle and shocked the Seattle Seahawks. So I think it's just going to be important for the Cowboys to just handle their business first and you know sit back and watch Sunday night football on their plane ride back and see what happens. Well, and... The Giants uh, haven't given up a 100-yard rusher all year. Uh, Zeke Elliott just got 100 yards uh, for the first time in forever. Uh, The other day, I mean, everything looked good at once for the Cowboys. I mean, the defense wasn't great, great, but it was a lot better and it forced turnovers. But uh, everything's looking good for them right now. But the Giants, and that they have the same same goal. Like, no matter, like, the team that wins that game uh, you know, has a shot at the playoffs, depending on what happens with Washington. So it's not like the, the Cowboys are getting a team that's out of it. You know, same goal, same thing. Whenever that, that game is 50% of their way to winning the division, even at, uh, you know, what would be a terrible losing record, seven and nine or six and 10, uh, if Washington loses. So, uh, you know, this, I did not think this was possible, Orlando, but it happened. Uh, well, this Cowboy team rallied, and well, we knew we knew one of the teams were going to win. It was six or seven wins, mm-hmm. and you know the, Cow- the Cowboys were persistent. Um, they were they kept chipping away, and they gave themselves a chance. That's all you can do is ask yourself for a chance at the beginning of the year um, before the Rams game. If they would have said, "You just got to win one football game and have another team lose one football game, and you're going to win the playoffs," do you want to take those chances? They would have said yes, and um, it's a lot on the line. Yeah. And we're going to see if the Cowboys team has really improved. We'll see if they've improved defensively. We'll see if Andy Dalton, what he does when it comes down to it and crunch time. And, you know, I'm excited to watch it this weekend. Yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be it's going to be a fun. Uh, it's going to be a fun weekend. There's a lot of playoff implications around the league. Um, let's talk just about this Eagles game and the way that particularly on offense, everything came together and Andy Dalton 
Uh, Andy Dalton looked as good as he has all, all year for the Cowboys. And, you know, he threw that one bad pick, but otherwise he was pretty much doing what he wanted. And, um, you know, credit Kellen Moore and, and, and the Cowboys staff for recognizing that the Eagles secondary, uh, is really beat up a special, uh, Michael Jaquette and, uh, that poor guy, uh, I mean, seven, nine targets on him, seven completions for almost 200 yards uh, on the day. That's a rough day for a defensive back. And I know that uh, you played that position Orlando and they say you have to have a short memory. I hope his is really short. Well, his memory was short, but it just the, the bad memories kept coming back. You know, they were, they weren't memories anymore. They were um, current events. And, um, <laughs> you know, it was just, it was, it kind of gave me some fulfillment, you know, being in that locker room with Dallas and, you know, just always rooting for those guys when it comes down to it, but I always trying to keep it real. And, you know, that, 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 Eagles defense was abysmal. You know, they were terrible. They were playing without uh, Derek Barnett. They're playing without who they're playing without several of their secondary members. And, you know, the Cowboys can't take it away from them. They did what they were supposed to do. And, you know, like you, you can never take it away from a team winning in the NFL because winning in the national football league is hard and they did what they were supposed to do. And they give themselves a chance to advance to the playoffs and have a, and host a home playoff game. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> Uh, you know, the, the other thing that happened was, you know, Fletcher Cox went out with a, a stinger, I believe, uh, early in the game. And when your secondary is depleted, you know, you, you need your your defensive line to uh, get back and pressure the quarterback and force him into mistakes. And when you don't have Fletcher Cox, who is there's maybe one guy in the league that's better at what he does than Fletcher Cox, and that's Aaron Donald. And uh, maybe you're, I could be splitting hairs there. When you take that out of a defense that's already depleted, I mean, it just showed a difference. Uh, it, not only that, just the running game and Zeke Elliott. Zeke looked a little bit like Zeke yesterday, finally. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know what that means, really. I mean, I mean, he had 100, 109 yards. Yeah. Um, that's first 100-yard game of the season. Yeah. So, uh I mean, I guess, yeah, they ran the ball well. The Eagles are terrible, though. Mm -hmm. I can't judge anything off the Eagles. They're playing with a rookie quarterback that was a third-string quarterback going into the opening day. He didn't even dress for the opening game. And then they're so beat up on offense. They're so beat up on defense. And, you know, Zeke did rush for 100 yards. He had that last 30-yard run, 29. Was it a 29-yard run or 39-yard run at the end and put him over the century mark? But I still don't – I don't – I don't – I'm not going to use that as any indication of somebody being back to them, their old selves. Um, we're going to have a wrap-up show or we're going to have a playoff show next week, and then we'll talk about if Zeke is back to his old self. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'll be – that'll be. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if he's that, – that's going to be seen next year if Zeke's back to his old self. But I was happy to see him show burst a little bit. And he, he not, you know, what he was where he was uh, – you know, early on it was, you know, it could be four yards, four yards, 45 yards. That's not happening that much with Zeke anymore. And, but it was good to see, you know, depleted line or not. They, uh, you know, I, I think, I think Zeke needed that just for his own, you know, confidence going forward. I think he's as confident as they come and he knows what he is. I think he's been banged up. He hasn't had his full offensive line, but back to your old self, nothing in this world stays the same. So either you're getting better or you're getting worse. And, um, you know, you can use, you can use the eye test by that. And I think, you know, these carries are starting to wear on him a little bit. And, you know, Zeke hasn't looked like completely in shape and how he's looked since his rookie year, since his rookie year. So, I mean, I would love to see him get high here in the playoffs and get rolling with, you know, pick up where he left off in week 16 and take that into the playoffs. But we'll just have to see what happens.
Yeah. All right. So let's move on to the playoffs now or the playoffs. The, uh, the, and this, this is, you know, <laughs> this might be the only playoff game that they get, even though it's a regular season game, this is for the division uh, or their chance of the division and all that. Um, do you approach this game in the locker room? Does it, does it, is it playoff mentality? Absolutely. You're in the playoffs. They've been in the playoffs for a few weeks now. And um, so the other thing, you know, I, I, I kind of am starting to notice is maybe maybe they're starting to kind of understand what Mike McCarthy wants of them now and, and getting the, like the little things down that they couldn't do early in the season now that they've gotten, you know, a whole season under so that like it doesn't look like so many what are they doing? Stupid things are going on right now. Like, does anybody know what's going on out there? Um, yeah, they definitely look like they're a little bit comfortable in the system and they look like they're starting to execute better. But they're not playing anybody. No, no. And and look, they could they could win against the Giants. Washington I mean, could we, lose, and then Tampa Bay could come into town and wreck shop. And then yeah, we're back I mean, to talking about what their real problems are. The last the the, the last real team they played were the Ravens, and they were struggling, and they got hammered. They go and they play the Bengals with a fourth string quarterback because they're they're I believe their third string quarterback. Sorry, their first and second string guy was out. They beat the 49ers with a – they beat them with a guy that was their third-string quarterback to start the season, and now they beat the Eagles with a guy that was their third-string quarterback to start the season. And they just are fortunate enough to play in the NFC East this year and have a chance at this thing. Um, you don't want to have an overreaction and think, you know, it's easy to say, oh, they're, they've got it rolling at the end of the season. They've adapted to McCarthy's system, Nolan's system. You know, it's easy to start saying, what if they would have had Dak? Where would they have been? Like, I, I would hate to get into that. This season is going to be this season, and next season is going to be next season. But they do have a chance to make it to the playoffs and at least get in the tournament and see where they go from there. You never know what can happen when you get in. Yeah, that's that's true. And, and I, I do think it would be naive for people to think like, oh, everything's better now because there were problems. There have been problems all year long, and some of them haven't, haven't gone away. I mean, they still gave up you know, big chunks of plays in the passing game uh, in the game, which has been a problem. They still, you can still run right at them. Uh, no matter who you are, it just, uh, if that offense, you know, gets going, then, you know, they win, you know, they, they can, you know, get up and take you out of your running game. Like the Cowboys were able to do, then, then they can win. But uh, you know, look, the giants uh, haven't given up a hundred yard rusher, but once this year, uh, you know, the Cowboys haven't run the ball great until this last week. Uh, so that's that's not something that Andy Dalton can really count on this week, and they're going to have to kind of get big plays in the passing game and, uh, and and hope that the Giants, you know, who are depleted on offense, uh, you know, stay pretty depleted. Yeah, I don't really think they're depleted on offense, though. The quarterback's back. Um, I don't know if Golden Tate's going to play, but Sterling Shepard's um, healthy. Slayton's healthy. Um, Ingram's healthy. They have a top, they have a top five to seven defense. Playing well on defense, they forced turnovers. They had they they were in the game with the Ravens. You know, they gave themselves a chance. They just they just make enough plays. But each week that goes by is each week that Daniel Jones gets a little bit more healthy. And I mean, they're in it too. The Giants are just finishing an extremely tough stretch. But if you have to look back and say at the signature wins in the season, you look at the New York Giants going up to Seattle and just completely shutting down the Seahawks. And if that's any indication or if that's what this, what they're going to get out of their defense come Sunday, it's going to be very, very difficult on the Dallas offense. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think when you look for like when you extrapolate out like what 
the Giants can build on uh, going forward. You know, one of the things I, I, you know, you never say is that defense, you know, look, they've gotten, they've gotten something out of Leonard Williams, which the jets couldn't do Logan Ryan just got an extension. He, he, he fit in really well there. Uh, Blake Martinez uh, is a tackling machine. So things have worked out there for, for them uh, just free agency wise on the defense. Uh, and, and we'll see what they do in the future on the draft. Yeah, we will. I mean, they're going to have the, the beautiful, the, the benefit of the NFC East, whoever doesn't win this division, they're going to have a pretty high draft pick because the division sucks. Yeah. So they're going to have a pretty high first round pick, pretty high second round pick. They're going to have a chance. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the Eagles, you know, um, you know, will, will be locked in with the highest one uh, because they'll, they'll have at most five wins uh, at the end of it. And, uh, and you know, and here, uh, you know, that the, the Cowboys are giant, the, the Giants will have at most six. Uh, and so if they get in the playoffs then of course that changes your seating, cause it goes after the regular season finish, it goes on playoff finish, but uh, you know, uh, yeah, they're, they're all, they're, they're not going to nobody, unless they haul off and win the Super Bowls, picking 32nd. So, yeah, I think they're, they're all going to be picking in the, in the top 15. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the division, the division is going to be interesting in the off season to see how people react, what they do. I'm, you know, but I'm curious about this weekend. I, I want to see how it's going to go. Uh, Washington looks like they they're hoping to get Alex Smith back. If not, they've got to roll out there with Taylor Heineke, who uh, I'm surprised that they didn't just do that all week last week after Dwayne Haskins did what he did. I think they tried to give Haskins every chance. I think he just didn't take things serious, serious, um, just not even last week. He was terrible when they, they gave him every opportunity to start during the year. Um, I don't see a situation where Alex Smith doesn't go, um, even if he can't finish the game. I don't see a situation where he doesn't start the game. Like I said, the Eagles are really, really bad up front. They're, they're hurt on defense. They're hurt on, up front on offense. Whoever's the quarterback is going to turn around and they're going to lean on that run game and they're going to try to run their run themselves all the way into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I, it is weird to see, you know, a team cut a draft pick before the end of his first round draft pick before the end of his second year. But uh, you know, Orlando and you, you've been in a, a lot of different locker rooms and there, every one is, you know, the 2012 locker room is different than the 2015 locker room. Cause there's, you know, not all the same 53 guys in there, but uh, one thing was, was pretty clear is that Dwayne Haskins probably had lost that locker room and it was best to move on without him. Yeah. Um, it was, I think it was an easy decision. It's not their guys. Yeah. Ron Rivera is running the show. He's done every single, he's gave him every single opportunity. He's given him every single, even playing field. I thought they were still having issues about if he was the guy last year, which is why he wasn't even really playing a lot with, with John Gruden. John Gruden didn't, even, I mean, I'm sorry, Jay Gruden. Jay, I don't think Jay Gruden wanted the guy. I think they were split. I think it was a Bruce Allen pick. He's not there anymore. Jay Gruden's not there anymore. Um, the guy's play has been terrible. Um, his respect for his teammates and the game has been terrible. And I think it was a very, very easy decision. It was a clear cut, yeah. easy decision. You know, and uh, I don't think this is a this is this is something that's probably amplified by COVID in 2020 when you break the rules, when everybody's living under different circumstances where, you know, some guys can't go see their family. Some guys can't do this. You know, he's going out and getting lap dances. That's going to be a little bit bit more noticed than when you you don't follow all the rules that the teammates are doing. But this happens all the time with guys who are immature and can't handle it. You're in, it's a business. It's, it's your office. And when you try to live to different standards than the other 52 guys in the locker room, eventually you're going to lose those guys. Trust. Mm-hmm, definitely. And at the quarterback position, uh, 
you know, every position, but especially the quarterback position, you can't have 52 guys who are just fed up with you. Not at all. Yeah. You know, you can't do it. But it's just, it's when you're a captain and you're just, and you're not making the right decisions and you're also not playing well, then you start to have guys and say like, why is he playing only because he, where he was drafted, you know, cause he's not very good. Um, there was just a time before they pulled him, you know, it was fourth and two. The guy is a guy wide open five yards right in front of his face. And he makes the wrong read, but obviously you can tell the guy doesn't have the love for the game. He doesn't study. Um, and it just shows. Yeah. Uh, I actually, uh, on my, uh, on my talk show on Sikkim 365, uh, radio today, uh, we had Ryan leaf also a member of the believe podcast network on today. Uh, just talking about that and saying like, look, man, he's like, I lost a locker room faster than, than maybe everyone has in, in the history of the, of the league. And, uh, you know, when you, when you do that, it's just, you can't, you know, you got to take things seriously. And, and if you're not making the right moves, it happens fast. I mean, it can happen real fast. Uh, and that's, that's certainly what happened with Wayne Haskins It's just, you know, he made, I mean, outside of the fact that he, you know, was a bad pick and the, you know, the coaching staff, all that front office nonsense. Once he was there, it seemingly he made every wrong decision along the way, you know, and, and, and hopefully he can turn that around and, and make something of it because he's only 23 years old. Yeah. I mean, I don't think for me, he wasn't, it wasn't like a prototypical pick. The guy's not six, five, two twenty. I think he's, what is he? Six, two. Yeah. He's a little bit, he's shorter for a quarterback. Um, I think when you just see him throw the ball around, you think that he's got all the tools in the world. But then when you put on some some film and you actually watch him play quarterback in the National Football League, you, you get turned off. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that means Washington's going to have to, you know, start over at quarterback again. And they have not had success drafting quarterbacks in the recent since Joe Theismann. And they didn't even draft him. They, they got him from the CFL. So, or Mark Rippon was the last one they drafted that helped him out and won the Super Bowl. But, um, they, it's... <laughs> And it's hard to do. It's hard. I mean, it's hard to do. But uh, you know, Alex Smith will be there this week, and uh, he's he righted the ship in the middle of the year. His he, his steady hand uh, led them to the fact to the point where it looked like they were in control of the division until the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it, it did. Um, and and they still, I know they still are, but um, you know, they they could have won this two weeks ago. Yeah, but he he got hurt, and yeah. you know that's the thing. And I think they tried to play it play it safe. They, they kind of shocked me when they went into Arizona and dominated the Cardinals and they've been kind of been a tale of two different teams. They can be mm. one team one weekend and another team the next weekend. So they kind of, it's kind of a shock to me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so lots of inter- interesting things going on in the NFC East this week, Cowboys and giants. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll dive more into that later in the week with the, with the later in the week podcast. But uh, I, I just think, you know, we, we almost had a week where it was going to be super boring Orlando wrapping it up in the last week. And, and now we don't. So, you know, I, I, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. I'm enjoying it too. And I, and I'll enjoy, I enjoy this game coming up and I think it'll be, it'll be fun um, just to play a meaningful game. And I know it won't be any, it won't be any uh, people in the stands, but you'll get the, you'll draw the Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. So it'll feel like a big game and just, it'll be Dallas Cowboys versus New York Giants. It'll be big time ratings and, you know, Jason Garrett versus Mike McCarthy. And they just couldn't have wrote this story that much better. No. uh, And, you know, one thing I do know about this particular uh, rivalry is that very rarely is it a, you know, one of the teams has to be really, really bad or off their game or injured for it not to be close the whole time. It just always is. And, you know, for the time and watching it, it just, 
this is one, um, I mean, your, your career, I'm sure you can speak to this more than, than I can, but, uh, you know, there was never, the giants are never an easy out, even when they're bad. It just, it's kind of how it goes. And it, it seems like, uh, the Cowboys have to play, uh, in New York in December all the time and never New York. in. (laughs) What's crazy. What's crazy about this thing is if you really, really think about it, um, in 2000 and I think it was my Rick. No, my Rick year, we played Philly. It was 2009 or 10. Whatever the year, the last, the Giants won their last championship. We went down there and it was the winner wins the division and goes to the playoffs. And we kind of got blown out and pushed around. And um, the Giants kind of used that momentum to go into the Super Bowl. And when nobody didn't think they were. And the Giants also were nine and seven in 2007 and dead in the water mm-hmm. and went on to kind of rip things off and Dallas definitely has has the the tools you know Andy has the experience um Demarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory are starting to kind of turn it on right now um it was nice to see Sean Lee back in there competing Mm -hmm. and they're getting turnovers they're getting their secondaries back um Anthony Brown's kind of taking it to another level and Diggs is back and he's making plays last weekend so you never know what can become of this. You know, that's why I say it's a one game season. It's the playoffs and just give yourselves a chance to get into thing. I'm Paul Catalina. He's Orlando Scandrick, former Cowboys cornerback. We'll be back later in the week with uh, more of this and previewing the giants and getting kind of into the nuts and bolts of, of that. Plus we'll know, uh, you know, can injury report things and, and Cowboys injury wise seem to be uh, as good as they've been, at least with the guys who are, who've been playing the last few weeks, not the guys who've been out and the giants are getting some players back as well. So uh, it'll be an interesting game. Orlando, look forward to talking to you on Friday. This is the believe in the Cowboys podcast here on the believe podcast network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.